Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode, actually the final episode in the year of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ 2019, the Lavender Woman's Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. How have you been? Have you been reading your Bible? Have you been drinking your water? Are you excited about the new year that is fast approaching? How, how are you feeling about it? We're going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. But firstly, I just want to say that the Martin Church episode has been a fan favorite. My pastor came on here and did his thing. He blessed us with a timely discussion, a timely conversation, and is still being downloaded and listened to all across the world. It is my hope. It is my prayer that in 2020, he returns to the Lavender Woman podcast to give us another um, modern church conversation, maybe a part two or, or maybe a different topic um, regarding Christianity or the church. But Pastor Georges, I appreciate you. My listeners loved the episode and they were blessed from it. So I just wanted to acknowledge the great man of God that he is and the blessing that he is in my life. He is my spiritual covering and we appreciate him on the Lavender Woman's podcast. Also, I want to remind all the listeners across Lavender Land that starting January of 2020, remember, we'll be going to episodes every two weeks. Now, if time allows or if life slows down a bit, I may be able to get back to the weekly episodes, but I just felt it'd be more feasible for my schedule, for my family, um, that I bring you great content. That's the goal, bi-weekly. So this will be the last episode of this year. The podcast will be on a brief hiatus until January 22nd of 2020. And you never know, I have a few days off scheduled between um, now and then, and I may be able to give you an episode, but just remember that we'll be going to episodes every other week. Please continue to um, share this podcast with people that you love, with those that you care about, um, download the episode, subscribe, and also rate. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that the Lavender Woman podcast has a 5.0 rating. That is a perfect rating. And it's not because I am a perfect host or this is a perfect podcast, but the listeners, I really feel they appreciate and they, and they treasure what I bring to the table because this podcast, you know, the mission, this is a Christian based podcast where the mission is for my listeners to become more refined, more grace filled and more graceful. So therefore, I'm very particular with my content. So I just really appreciate everyone who listens from week to week, who shares this podcast with everyone that they know and who has rated this podcast, giving it a perfect rating because it's all it's all God it, it's not me at all I'm just the vessel that he is using to get these messages across the world with that being said and this being the last episode of 2020 and God just taking this podcast that was once just a thought and has magnified it into something unimaginable 
I really wanted this episode to mean something. I wanted it to mean something to you. And I wanted it to be something that you could apply to the new year and the new decade that we are upon. The title of this episode is This Is My Exodus. I want to provide a little context for my listeners who may not be familiar with the story of Moses and God's chosen people, the Israelites, before jumping into the meat of this episode. See, these are the type of episodes that I really need my pastor to be a part of because I am no theologian. I just really love the Lord (laughs) and I'm going to give it to you the way that God gave it to me. And hopefully this episode will bless you as the preparation of it has blessed me. I remember as a child being taught the story of Moses in Sunday school. We talked about it in children's church. And back then it was just explained to me as Moses was a man chosen by God and his people, the Israelites, and they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And some pretty miraculous events happened. Um, One, for example, is the parting of the Red Sea, where Moses holds out his staff and the sea is parted by God, allowing them to cross and escape the Egyptian army. When I was reading over the entire book of Exodus and just trying to get a better understanding of it prior to bringing you this episode, I believed that the theme of Exodus was God revealing himself to his people and delivering them from slavery in Egypt, which established a covenant with them in the desert. However, Moses never makes it to the promised land. The book of Exodus is actually 40 chapters, and this story spreads across Leviticus, the book of Numbers, And Moses dies in Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy 34 verses 1 through 8 with focuses on verses 4 through 7. Moses dies. But the text says that his eyes were not yet weak, nor was his strength gone. Listen, I hope that that text did some justice. Because as I was reading it, it made me think about us approaching a new year and a new decade. And I want to encourage you to push through the wilderness to get to the promised land. Your eyes are not yet weak, nor is your strength gone. You can make it. The inspiration for this episode really came from a song. It's actually one of my favorite gospel songs right now. I listen to it on repeat almost daily. Um, I listen to it in my route to work. I listen to it once I get home. I listen to it at night before I go to bed. It's just something that I find myself listening to over and over and over again. The song is Deliver Me. This is my Exodus by Donald Lawrence, the Tri-City Singers. And the talented, phenomenal Leandria Johnston. 
I'm going to read a line from that song because this particular lyric is so important to this episode. The lyric goes, Lord, deliver me because all I seem to do is hurt me. As with the story of Moses and the Israelites, we saw God's salvation in action. Even when we hurt ourselves, even when we get ourselves into all sorts of mess, God's love is relentless after us. And just like the song and the story in Exodus, it is all about coming out of something and stepping into something else, stepping into something new. We are on the cusp of a new year and new decade. And I want to encourage you to say goodbye to the old you. And I want you to start waving hello to the new you. You are coming out of your wilderness. You are coming out of that bad season, that dry season. You are coming out of your valley season. What is it? that God has promised you. And I know sometimes that life can get so hard that we forget the promises of God. For some of us, we have been in the valley for so long that we have literally forgotten what God promised us. But I decree and declare that this is your harvest season. This is your overflow season. We see in the text that wilderness can last a long time. The story told us that it was 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. But I want you to know that this is not game over. This is game on. My good, good girlfriend, Jana Jackson, who was also a guest on the What Teachers Want You to Know episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's such a good one. She is an educator and she gave us so many gems on what educators want us to know as parents and what um, they also wanted administrators to know. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it is episode two in season one. But I was having a conversation with Jana and I shared with her that I was writing out this episode and I just literally said to her, the name of the episode is This Is My Exodus. And let's just say, I think it's safe to say and Jana will agree that we had church on the phone, like we had a full blown service. We could have just passed the offering plate, did a benediction and gone on home to the house and took, and you know how that good old church now, we could have taken a nap because we had church. Her perspective on the topic, this is my exodus, really blessed me. She shared her thoughts with me. And I feel that the following steps are important and necessary in order to make it to the promised land. The first thing I want us to do moving forward is to hold ourselves accountable. 
There's been a meme floating around Instagram stating that the most overused word in 2019 is toxic and the most underused word is accountability. It stepped on my toes when I saw it because I know that I have been both toxic and failed to hold myself accountable. Accountability is defined as the state of accepting responsibility. When we find ourselves in unfavorable situations, it's easy, so easy to blame everyone but ourselves. I believe it is a natural defense mechanism. I've done it. You've done it. We all do it. It's easier to blame others than to accept and acknowledge that we got ourselves into this mess. And that's not to take away others' contribution to situations that we find ourselves in. However, we are ultimately responsible for ourselves, the decisions we make, etc. And it's hard to say that we allowed ourselves to go down this path, but we have to own it. And sis, and also to my brothers listening, sometimes we are the toxic person. For me in particular, it's so easy for me to point out my toxic family members and some toxic friends that I've had along life's journey. But the realization is that in that is that I too have been toxic. It's not always everyone else. Sometimes you are the toxic friend. Sometimes you are the toxic family member. We must realize it, own it, and then change it. I think the best thing that I've done in my adult life, besides rededicate my life to the Lord, was when I decided to dig deep and ask myself, why am I the way I am? Why do I do the things that I do? And it's not easy. I've shared my, my healing journey with you guys throughout the past three seasons. And it takes a ton of work and intentionality. But getting to know yourself on a deeper level will truly help you thrive. That is literally what I feel is the first step in changing your mindset. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 reminds us not to conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We have to constantly be renewing our minds. We have to know that sometimes we are toxic. We need to renew our minds so that we don't continue that toxic behavior. We need to hold ourselves accountable for our actions, the things that we do to hurt other people. And when we renew our minds, I feel that that leads us to the next step. And that is ask questions. If we are trying to get out of the wilderness and into the promised land, asking questions will make it clear whether we are making a wilderness decision or a promised land decision. In my opinion, a wilderness mindset is one filled with fear, anxiety, bad decision making, 
discourse. I mean, the list goes on. As we step into a new year and a new decade, we can't take any of that with us. In the renewing of our minds, I want us to ask questions. And Jana and I conversed about the following questions. With a wilderness mindset, we often talk about what we want. You know, we we do a lot of talking about it. We're not really about it, about it. We just talk about it a lot. But when you renew your mind to a promised land mindset, you begin to take action and doing actual things. That's the key word in that statement, actual. We begin to do actual things to get us closer to the desires of our heart. And it is my prayer that those align with God's purpose and plan for our lives. When we have a wilderness mindset, we oftentimes find ourselves doing what our parents did for no other reason than my mom and dad did it this way. My grandparents did it this way. And as we discussed in the Martin Church episode with Pastor Alvin, um, and also as we discussed in the parenting episode, sometimes we have to unlearn what we were taught and relearn a better way. When we change our minds to a promised land mindset, we begin to question what our parents did. And oftentimes they did the best that they knew how to do. And as I stated in the parenting episode, you know, my mom grew up during civil rights. So a lot of my upbringing and, you know, my grandparents, parents, you know, worked for a white family whose ancestors once enslaved my ancestors, but my family continued to work for them because what are you going to do after years and years and years of enslavement? You can't read, you can't write, you don't really have any skills or traits. So they continue working for a white family, even though they were no longer, you know, enslaved to them. So I feel like For us that kind of grew up in that generation with those type of elders and grandparents and parents that they raised us out of a place of fear. But when we change our mindset, we begin to question the things that they did, realizing that not everything was the best decision. And we begin to change the way that we raise our children. And we begin to look at things differently because we have renewed our minds and we're not just going with the family pattern or, you know, the generational pattern that has been laid before us. Also, a wilderness mindset will be allowing your physical and mental, spiritual, emotional and even your financial health to decline. We're not eating right. We're not exercising. We're not monitoring what we're watching, what we're listening to. We're not managing the people in our lives and giving them healthy boundaries. We are um, spending in excess when we should be saving more. 
And when we move into this new year and this new decade, I want to encourage us to take care of our temple. Because our temple houses God's spirit. I want us to filter what we allow inside our minds, our spirits, our bodies. You know, maybe we can't listen to the same music. Maybe we can't watch the same shows. Maybe we can't follow the same old pages on IG or those same blogs. Like I keep telling people all the time, they always say, you know, I'm trying to live a positive life, a drama free life, but you follow the shade room. I don't understand how it goes hand in hand. I don't want the negativity on my page. So it's as simple as me just saying, I'm not going to follow that. It doesn't matter to me what's going on in celebrity news or celebrity culture. The things that matter and will affect me, I will hear from a credible source. It will hit real news like CNN or, you know, ABC News, headline news. But filtering out those things can make a tremendous difference in our lives. I want us to eat better in 2020. I want us to commit to exercising once a day. Start off with 15 or 20 minutes until you can work your way up and build yourself up. I want us to take care of ourselves in every way imaginable. Make a savings goal. You know, if you just Google savings goals, there are so many plans and I'm sure that you would be able to find one that works for your income and for your household. But that's when we are changing our mindsets from a wilderness mindset to a promised land mindset. Another wilderness trait that I want us to rid ourselves of in 2020 is complaining, being negative, and overlooking blessings. Pastor Alvin and I discussed two weeks ago that miracles happen to us every day. But because we don't see some great miraculous event, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, as the parting of the Red Sea, you know, or something along those lines, we feel like we're not blessed or that we have a a right to be. And Pastor Alvin did say we can be disappointed in God. He can handle it. But we also said that when we wake up in the morning and our feet hit the floor and we are in our right minds and we can go to work And we can take care of our families and we can be caretakers to our loved ones and we can give back to our communities. And we can when you wake up alone. That is a blessing. So in 2020, as we. Renew our minds to a promised land mindset, I want us to do more praising in this season. I want us to be more optimistic in this season. I want us to be. So connected to God that we see a blessing in everything. When you walk outside and hear the birds chirp, that's a blessing because you could not hear. When you walk outside and you see a crystal clear blue sky, that's a blessing because you could not see. I want us to acknowledge the blessings that surround us every day, the miracles that happen in our lives daily. And from that, I hope that we develop a spirit of thanksgiving 
in a spirit of praise instead. Lastly, but definitely not least, I challenge each of you to put God first in everything you do in this new year and this new decade and moving forward in your life. Just because you have forgotten what God promised you doesn't mean that God has forgotten. Your wilderness season will not last forever. I promise you. I am now on the other side of a wilderness season and I still have some things in my life that still need some work, still need attention, still need some help. But when I look at 2016 through 2018, I was truly in the wilderness. And I don't want us to misconstrue that putting God first will mean the absence of trials. That's absolutely not what it means. Because we know that it rains on the just and the unjust. But I promise you, if you allow God to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, that when those trials arise, you will be more equipped to handle them. You've been doing life on your own for too long. You're tired. You're exhausted. I challenge you as we move forward to put God first because he cannot lose. With him on your side, you can face all things. You can face all things. This is almost, um, I don't know, I feel... So many different emotions because I started this podcast journey in March of 2019 and it's been quite, quite the journey. And this is our last So I Saw a Meme segment of the decade. These memes have been so beneficial to the content because typically when I am praying about a subject matter, a meme always follows to confirm that this is exactly what I should be talking about. So the fact that I am about to read the last meme of this decade on the Lavender Woman's podcast is almost bittersweet because these memes have been a great help to me. I hope and I pray that they have also been a blessing to you. The meme for this season, for the last episode of this decade is, it's okay if the most significant thing you did this year was get through it. For some of us, that means something different. You know, it means something different to each one of us, depending on our journey. But I don't think we understand the significance in surviving what tried to kill you. We don't give ourselves enough credit. For some of us, 2019 was hard. It almost took us out. It was a long, hard year filled with awful things, filled with trials, filled with disappointments, filled with heartbreak. 
but you are still here. Some of us had thoughts of suicide in 2019 or in the last decade, but God kept us. Some of us lost everything, but God still kept us. I want you to walk into 2020 with the faith and the confidence that if you got through everything the last decade through your way, that your wilderness is certainly coming to an end and the promised land is on the horizon for you. So remember, if the most significant thing you did this year was get through it, it's okay. You've done enough. Our last seed of lavender for the decade is gratefulness. There's so much I can say about living with an attitude and a spirit of gratefulness. Gratefulness simplified is thankfulness. Sometimes we have been in the valley, in the wilderness for so long that we have forgotten about everything else that God has done for us. Sometimes we have to look back over our lives and we have to remind ourselves of everything that God has brought us out of. I remember being a little girl in my little Southern Baptist church. And the elders would sing a song that went a little something like, As I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I've got a testimony and they'll say I've got a testimony the choir will start clapping people will be up on their feet and they'll just start naming all of the things that God has brought them through through sickness through divorce through unemployment through hardships through abandonment through addiction they would just name everything and it would just bring back to your memory that you also have a testimony. And please note, I am not a singer, but I just felt that that song, it just dropped in my spirit. And I remember listening to it as a child and applying it to my life as I got older, when times got rough, that I may be going through this now, but God, I remember a time when you brought me out of this. And I remember a time when you restored my mind. And I remember a time when you increased my finances. Sometimes we have to look back on what God has brought us through. And remember that you have a testimony. For some of us in this season, it is going to be hard for us to have a spirit of gratefulness. I understand I have been where you are. But please remember that even in this season, you still have your joy because joy is gladness not based on circumstance and that when you accept that for exactly what it is that you can still have a grateful heart 
I hope that this episode encourages you as we approach a new year and a new decade. Know that God is Emmanuel, God with us. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I've tried him for myself. He's an on-time God. May you walk into the greatest season of your life. This is your exodus.